0: Hello, everybody. This is a hot episode. This is going to go up right after we record it. I it out immediately. This is a strange time, and we are in the it. How are you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> What a show this is going to be. I cannot wait. Matt's crazy right now. I'm crazy. I'm <laughs> a little even... manic. I lost about $80 in our Nokia here. So yeah, well, hell, gather around, breadheads. It is time to join the gluten gang and carbo-load. Welcome to Hold My Bread, the $6,226.42 podcast. We're holding on to 56 shares of Nokia. We liquidated. We're chasing these Wall Street trends, but I am not the issue here. Matthew? There's no issue here. What did I'll you, you What did you do? This. Your I, I your hair. You I noticed this is the longest it's been since you've washed your hair. I can see you over the zoom. You are disheveled. You are everyone's looking to you as the Pied Piper of this GameStop issue because you have 50, 66 shares.
0: I do have sixty six shares.
1: And I believe you sold everything you own. I don't. I don't know this. I I I I believe though that you sold your your Tesla your yep. AMD
0: Nope.
1: You kept your AMD?
0: Yep, kept my AMD.
1: Sold your Tesla.
0: Sold my I sold I sold almost everything i sold tesla i sold neo i sold my carnival cruise i sold my CRISPR. i sold almost everything i went from having a very diverse portfolio with quite a few stocks to now i have one two three four five six stocks in my portfolio um it's been a crazy few days i've been waking up at eight o'clock every morning that's make not it early I,
1: I i will just say
0: <laughs> i no one said it was early
1: i wake up at, at 6 30 anyway it's just the time you wake up eight o'clock i always wake up at
0: eight o'clock every day i'm making a pot of coffee i'm making eggs i'm sitting down at my desk at the battle station i'm pulling up my my stuff uh i'm doing my research um it's been crazy we're gonna get into like what's really going on with the game stock stuff but i I just gotta i want to i gotta talk this stuff out so i the last couple of days I've been I bought a bunch of AMD like when it was $3, I bought a bunch of Blackberry when it was like $12. So that stuff is doing fine. Um but I liquidated all of my other stuff. I put it all into GameStop. I've been cruising 2 days straight cruising up. My average price on GameStop is about $208. I'm cruising up on on it. I'm cruising up on it and then just recently just within like the hour um the stock has entered almost a free fall it's lost a little bit 270 $270, 278 but it dropped from like from like 338 to 240 at one point and i'm panicked i'm losing my mind because i'm a believer i do think that this will go to 500 uh i don't know if it's going to happen now i'm a little panicked because the Reddit has been taken down, they stopped our boys. They stopped Wall Street Bets. But here's the thing: that's happened before. They have gone private before. And I don't want to brag, but I have been on Wall Street Bets since like 2015, 2016, back when they had like 750,000 redditors. And then within the last couple of days, it's ballooned to like three million. And I think my hope is that they're going through to purge some of the posts, some of the newest people from commenting. There's a lot of riff raff going on in that Reddit. So I'm hoping they've gone private just to alleviate some of that, some of that noise. And I think one of the reasons that the stock has dipped so much is I think a lot of, um, after hours trading is big moves. I think a lot of the big, big trades happen after hours, um, and I do think that a lot of people saw that the Wall Street bets was private, and they panicked. Um, and I think they sold. I am hopefully not going to have to do that. I'm going to try my best to ride it out through the night. Who knows how much sleep I will get? I might be up until 8 a.m. I might not have to wake up because I might already be there. But yeah, the Reddit is uh, is private. Um, I'm panicked. So ba- uh, back
1: up because most people listening, no one in the world understands this story. I didn't understand it when I recapped it. So basically. There is this company, Melvin Capital. They make their money from shorting other companies. When yes. you fail, they make money off it. And when you do options trading, everything is exponential, you know? So they took in a very irresponsible position for an institution of their size where they have to cover 140% of the difference if they're wrong in their bets. So basically, this Reddit has bounded together to make sure these guys lose their shorts. And by losing their shorts, they're probably gonna lose every asset they've ever built. And the interlocking nature of hedge funds, they're they are always so successful because they're monolithic. They buy these shares in, in blocks. So the controversy is these people are doing to hedge funds what the hedge funds do to the entire market. And now it's a total shit storm. I haven't even been in it. I've been so stressed about it. I even chased this. I was chasing it today, even though, you know, I'm going to, it's not, this is not who I am as an investor, but this is, this is you as an investor. This is very, very much (laughs) because I I was talking with my fiance last night. I was like, yeah, you know, I think it doesn't matter about price. I think I just asked myself whether or not it's a company I would like to have. And that what, that's what. fuels my fire
0: yeah i think that's a safe way to do it and honestly i feel like the reason the only reason i'm able to be playing with these numbers i have right now and i don't have a ton of money but like you said this is a lot of money for me this is the most money i've ever had in my life and if i play this correctly i mean i could turn this into uh i could double this money uh obviously it could go away but I feel like I've been very steady with my investing. I got Tesla, I've, I've built my portfolio responsibly. And these last couple of days uh, I'm taking big swings and uh, it's stressing me out.
1: But you don't, you don't have to do it. You're up right now, but it now you're not part of it. You're not doing a trade. This is not a stock market maneuvering. This is now a form of protest. You're in a social experiment. So wh- what is the ethical thing for you to do?
0: I um the ethical thing for me to do in what way what do you mean?
1: I mean, do you stick with the movement that made you money even though you could lose money or do you cash out and think about your own interests because now you're in you're not just an individual investor, you're part of a collective and there is like such a degree of unity behind this particular purchase and a couple other ones to be there's like AMC, all all stocks we've talked about buying on the podcast, but never have. Uh, GameStop, AMC, now Nokia is the next one. I chased the Nokia, so it's very silly. But you're just... It's the idea that you bound together and you determine the market price. That's the alluring thing. That's why it's hard
0: to get out. I think that... Um, yeah, I, I mean... Uh, I don't know. I... I, well, I think we should. I kind of wanted to do this episode about what exactly, because there's the short squeeze, all the numbers. That's the thing is, like all the all finance and all the stock market is is about numbers. And even though this is absolutely unprecedented, unprecedented and crazy, the numbers still favor what's happening. the The numbers favor it going higher. The numbers, from what I've seen, and obviously I don't know, it could all be wrong, but it seems like the the 500 at the end of the week is not impossible. Um, and that's why I still don't know if I'm going to sell. I I, I don't know what I'm going to do. Those are numbers
1: based on stock ownership and stock purchases. If you were to look at any of the metrics that determine a share price, you know, maybe not so much. So if you are, if you are down with acting like a hedge fund and doing that, sure. But you don't know the, just given the attention that this is getting, I think you're probably going to see the wrath of major institutions within the next couple days. So, I mean, it's been very fun to watch play out on the sideline and, you know, everyone in the world, every comic in Brooklyn is talking about the stock market. This is my nightmare. I hate it. I know
0: we're not, you were not special anymore.
1: Well, it's no, everyone's like, Oh, what is this? And everyone's throwing around these theories and it's just like, I I I am an idiot for being pragmatic and going to school and studying this. And I'm like, this is not how this works, but I'm I'm staring in the face of the reality that this is how this works. I'm watching it before my very eyes. Right. Like I was What's in up? my finance class before this very podcast, and like we're going over how to calculate present value. We're going over valuations. And like how much of this
0: rigid mathematics is even applicable um oh i just was sent a link from uh to i don't know i'm assuming this is a new i'm assuming this is a new wall street bets oh yeah wall street bets new i just got a link to wall street bets new this is this is the public wall street bets sub so apparently uh yeah i don't know and the first post 56 minutes ago game stop to the fucking moon I got to see this. They fucking. Yeah. Okay. I got to get, I can't get into the subreddit right now. That's for after the podcast, but, but I think we should do what we should do is because I don't, I feel like there's a lot of people that have no idea why this is happening. And I feel like people don't know what it is to short a stock. And I feel like people don't know what it is to like a short squeeze. That's a term that keeps getting thrown around. And obviously our listeners, I think our listeners are obviously very smart. They invest, they, they know kind of what these things are, but I kind of wanted to talk about these things in a way and to bring these up in a way that the people that may, hopefully this could be an episode they listen to for the first time because GameStop is in the news. My mom is asking me about GameStop. Everybody's
1: asking me on GameStop. I've had 30 different people text me to explain what the GameStop scandal is. And that gets pretty tiresome after the first fucking time because it takes 40 minutes to explain.
0: Right. So I think this is a good episode before we can do that. So I think for everyone, like I said, everyone that doesn't know, though, to short a stock is basically you're betting that the stock will go down. So you're buying the shares. um, No, you don't
1: buy the shares. You buy control over the shares.
0: You borrow the shares.
1: Yeah. So you're getting in a position where you are having so much influence with a limited amount and you're responsible for everything that happens with those shares that you do not have ownership of. So when the shares are going up, you don't make shit. The shares need to do what you think the shares will do or you're responsible with every degree of incorrectness. So they probably shorted them at what? $9 a share?
0: Yeah, I mean when this all started this it was at 8 or 9 dollars, maybe 10 or 11 dollars. So and it's ballooned to 371 I think was the high recently. So if you look at that that that's why the stock has gone so that's why it's so bad. That's why these these hedge funds are losing money because they're paying they're losing their asses on these on these bets they made. Um Well, I believe so it's a what short squeeze. I, I just saw this. I'm going to read this cuz this is perfect. I saw um I saw this online. It says, let's say you have five bananas that cost $10. One ape uh, on the market has five bananas. Uh, The snake asks to borrow five bananas and instead sells the five bananas thinking prices will go down soon. That's shorting. He thinks he can buy them later for less and give them back to the ape to make a profit on the difference. So that's where the profit comes in is the difference. But um, a group of apes notices what the snake is doing and decides to buy all the bananas, and they pump up the prices so then the snake has no choice but to buy from the group of apes to return what they borrowed. Um, and that's basically what's happening. So we're we're I'm an ape. I'm an ape. Uh, I want my money, and I want them to pay me for it. And you
1: mean, you mean mean to tell me that a snake has pockets to keep his wallet in this doesn't check out whatsoever
0: i, I mean look in this sna- it's a snake market out there bulls get built sla- uh, bulls what is it bulls eat bears eat snakes eat pigs get slaughtered i'm a pig right now i'm getting slaughtered
1: you're not getting slaughtered you've made eight thousand dollars in the past 36 hours that's hardly getting slaughtered it's just you're new to the adrenaline of this that, that used is true. I am new,
0: but also we're at 296 right now. I'm not selling. I'm not fucking leaving. I'm not fucking leaving. They're gonna have to tear me. They're gonna have to tear this building around behind me. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm, I refuse. He's not
1: selling, folks.
0: 297.80. 297.80. Let's go. So
1: Matt is trying to make 50,000. He thinks it's gonna get to $1,000 a share. I hope he does. And you gotta just hold with these things. I we have friends that have confided in me and we know someone who got out too early. And if they didn't, they would have $400,000 right now. So that's a hard thing to live with. So you can can either lose $10,000 by holding too long, or you could potentially lose around $40,000 from, you know,
0: not having a stomach i'm gonna be a big strong tough guy i'm gonna be a big strong tough man i'm gonna stand up i'm gonna gonna be ready uh i've been nervous all day i'm guarantee you i'm not gonna sleep well tonight i'm gonna to wake up tomorrow i'm gonna to check the market i'm gonna to pray to god satan buddha whoever that this does not i mean this is not going to go on forever i don't think um but i do think there's i mean it's <laughs> almost don't. we're almost up to 300 again What a wild ride. I literally, before we started recording, it was at like 240 and I was in the kitchen just losing my mind. And here we are, I'm back to 300.
1: And you know what, this, I went through the same thing as everyone in the world for an entirely different stock over the past day. Like the stock I've had for three years and I never thought about it. My stupid penny stock, for whatever reason, yesterday it takes off. Like crazy, it think, seems like this thing is turning, and so I'm in the exact same position as you. I make, I have money from this stock that I I thought it was going to go to zero. It was up to eight thousand dollars <laughs> this morning. Amazing. And you know, I I did. I, I, I've lost a little bit, but I asked myself, is this a company I want to have? And the answer was still yes. So I didn't hold on to that company. I need to get. 50 cents a share it's currently trading at 20 i bought it for five and i got money from my mom and i bought it at five but yeah oh and i get that adrenaline like when a stock does well and this happens like because monday you know our plays were doing pretty well and then tuesday was absolute insanity and today i lost four thousand dollars while walking my dog right That feels like a lot, like sometimes I'll get a latte or something. So this is kind of like I was walking my dog and I bought 800 lattes.
0: Right. That's exactly it. Put it in the terms that people in Brooklyn can understand. Think about all those lattes, all that oat milk down the drain.
1: Yeah. So I got um, 800 uh, quad shot 12 ounce oat lattes while walking my dog. Suffice to say, I've been pissing a lot today.
0: But that drop like the drop when I was in the kitchen earlier, the drop down to 254, that was like a like that was a loss of $4,000 in like 5 minute in a 5 minute period. But, but on the other side of that, the last couple of days I've been cruising. I've been sitting in my room, I've been checking the stock price. It's been rocketing up. I made 10 grand in one day just sitting on my ass. It feels amazing, but it's also the other side of the coin when I was in the kitchen just shitting.
1: But you know, What can you really do in this situation? We talked on our last episode about the need to scale up. And like, you're not going to make any difference buying 10 to 15 stocks. It's about scaling up your share count. And as we get into these, you know, our stocks have done well. And a lot of times we have 50 to 60 shares of them. And when one of those stocks does well, our whole portfolio tanks are like, now like it used to be like our podcast was kind of like we checked it and it was just like oh it's up a few dollars up or down 5% but now we've got like 7 grand in the ledger and so we check in and it moves like 5 to 600
0: bucks it's just a different thing entirely right yeah it's truly a level up and i mean it's crazy cuz i I know I've said this a thousand times, people are probably tired of hearing about it, but I remember buying Tesla. That was the first stock I ever bought. It's I felt so good about it. It really made the bulk of my portfolio. And to sell, I think that's the other reason I'm so emotional about it is because that is the first stock I ever bought. I, I really made out well on it. It really helped me. And so to sell that, the only reason I sold it is because I truly believe that this is going to pay off so big. And the panic that set into me when I realized I may have just lost all that, uh, and obviously not lost all that, but you know, it just kind of spiraled in that way. Uh, it was not a good feeling.
1: No. And it's never a good feeling even making the money. I would argue isn't a good feeling because I made money Monday and Tuesday and I didn't get the shit done that I needed to do. I just looked at my fucking stocks all day and like I had responsibilities that I just ignored to continually check my portfolio and how it was performing at every single second. And then when the market closed, I just looked up the ticker on Twitter. And when that closed, I looked at Wall Street bets. And this was a cycle of anxiety and stress that came from me making money. So that's just gonna happen with a share count. You need that iron stomach and I don't really have that. I know that about me and so I invest, I gamble, I love playing with my money, but you have to understand who you are and what makes you feel comfortable.
0: I, that's I'm I couldn't I mean that's perfectly that's perfectly well put um that's the thing I saw people posting on the reddit about people being like how when do you pull out and when do you do this and they really broke it down into like three three tiers of where how like basically what you said is what can you take how much volatility are you willing to withstand how much uh how close can you have your feet pressed to the fire before you pull away sort of thing I think that's absolutely it um I yeah I don't know I mean I didn't I'm not like I said, I'm not selling. I'm not, I'm not leaving. So I guess yeah. the, I don't know if that just means I'm stupid or what, but I feel if, the, <sighs> but oof. you're kind of your track record with investing.
1: You kind of, if a, you, the, the, you have a good relationship with the internet, the internet has told you what stocks to buy. They've generally performed pretty well for you. So now you're conditioned to think what the internet tells me is what I should do. And that's not a knock on you. That's just probably it for knowing you this entire time. That's how the process went. So in this instance, for you to sell, it wouldn't just be you making a financial decision. You'd have to go against how you're programmed.
0: Right. Well, and I also feel like, I mean... Like I said, I don't understand. There's obviously a lot of people that probably listen to this podcast that know more about this than I do. And there's I know my roommate knows more about this than I do. I mean, there's people that know way more than I do. But I feel like I do a good job of like – it's what we want people to do with this podcast is we're not telling you to buy things. We're telling you these are things to look at. These are things that you should do your own research on. And I feel like I do that. I feel like I get, I do find things off the internet and then I do my own research and I combine what they have and what I find. And I combine all these different things to make up my mind. And I think I take enough from each thing to kind of make a well-rounded argument. And I feel like maybe with this, this is such an unprecedented, preceded, I can't say that word, unprecedented thing. That I think maybe and How I is mean, that I the
1: word just, you can't say? What word have we been saying for a year straight? Unprecedented. It's all anyone ever says is unprecedented.
0: That's the one word you unpre- gotta be able to say. I keep say. saying
1: unprecedented. Like it's like he's unprecedented Well he wasn't an
0: unprecedented and now he's an unprecedented, so I don't blame you for that. Yeah. Um yeah, either way. I uh it's been it's been an interesting couple days I uh I think tomorrow today was the first day that I really felt stressed like I said the other the last couple days I've just been sitting back in my chair watching it climb 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 uh it's wild uh GameStop has increased over one over let's even go back three months three months it's up 2,344 percent over three months that is obscene over the year 6713 over the year obscene and,
1: and it's kind of like people are by everyone banding together they've turned it these are not shares of a company they've basically turned it into a form of currency by them placing that value on it it has that value it's no different from like the baseball card market has blown up over quarantine the, the bitcoin market every commodity has blown up so now this is basically GameStop. It's not shares of a retail enterprise. It's shares of the most powerful Reddit on Earth.
0: Right. It is crazy. But I've also heard people talking about like how there was like you know they can't just get a bunch of hedge fund managers from different companies together to kind of manipulate the market. That is illegal. But it's like there is a thing that happens like what we're doing where it's like we're just going on a message board. We're talking about theories we have they're talking about companies they think are good. They're dropping like information for people to look at. There's no difference than that. When there's no difference between that and when people would, you know, these hedge fund people would go out to dinners and talk about what they were looking at. There's no difference in that. It's just like we're just not the people that are supposed to be winning and we're finally winning and they're like trying to find out ways they can make that illegal or way, they, ways they can like break us up as a group because we're not allowed to be doing something that they've been doing forever.
1: Yeah, I don't know whatever. so it's just a crazy time to be alive. It's like everyone's making money. Yes, the bubble will pop at some point, but wow. Over the past year, what have we needed? We have need something to click around on the internet. And what a windfall these past few days have been. And you know what? Yeah. It's crazy that the craziest thing, the reason I see it as like a security now, like a form of currency is that, GameStop has not acknowledged anything about this. You see their Twitter, and it's just like, oh, a couple
0: guys, they're selling games four for 20. Yeah, dude, I got an email from them that was like $40 for these select games. And I'm like, I'm going to buy that. For, I'm going to buy that just because I don't even want it. I'm going to buy it just to support you. Did you do it? Um, yeah, it's true. How does like how has GameStop reacted? It's almost like GameStop at this point isn't even a real entity anymore. It's not. It doesn't feel like a real thing. It doesn't feel they haven't really acknowledged it. They're just kind of like in the middle. It's like if they were to pipe up and say something, somebody would just be like, "Get out of the way. This isn't about you." <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Nobody asked you. You're like, what? What the fuck? <laughs> um.
1: Yeah, you're a mess, huh? You you do look like a member of Oasis today.
0: I, I'm not kidding you. I'm like, all I've done today, I did laundry. I, I took a shower. I shampooed my hair. I conditioned my hair. You I styled know, my you hair. You didn't so do
1: I, any any of those things. Yes,
0: I did. I showered. You can smell my hair. Smell it. You can't smell it. You just, um,
1: you're just talking about how you haven't s- slept or left your... You being in the situa- state you're in for an hour undoes any bit of hygiene. That you do to yourself.
0: <laughs> I am going to have to take a second shower. I'm su- I am was sweating. I'm sweating.
1: Yeah, you're a little freak centipede boy right now. You're messed up.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm all tweaked out. <laughs> I FaceTimed. The first thing that happened to me this morning, though, was Ari Finling FaceTimed me. Literally, as i getting out of bed, he FaceTimed me. And he I had my shirt off. And Ari goes... Yo, you look kind of shredded. And I go, I've been rock climbing. I've been working. I'm doing okay. He goes, You look shredded. And then he goes, You got Larry. He goes, You got Larry King's shoulders, but you're still kind of shredded. (laughs) What's wrong
1: with Larry King's shoulders? They're dead shoulders. No, you don't know that. If anyone's getting brought back as that guy, they're going to freeze his head so he can someday have an eighth wife. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and two more young kids. Did you see that picture of him and his kids? It's very funny.
1: His sons rule. His sons are his... the coolest guys ever.
0: I mean, King is the last cool name. So say what you will about Larry King, but I've got his. I've got his arms. I got those shoulder blades that'll hold up suspenders till the day it dies. Well, I hope you. I
1: hope you do this right. I hope you navigate things with aplomb and ease and we're all here pulling for you
0: yeah so do you think there's anything we missed I, I know that was kind of a manic episode we're not covering
1: gonna... anything we're just talking to you maybe we'll get on the a horn again for a half hour over the weekend Saturday or something and we'll get we'll get a, get a little resolution to this story how
0: does that sound That sounds great. Um, Thank you for everybody that has subscribed to our Patreon. I think we got a couple new patrons. uh, So I thank you for subscribing to that. Uh, We're going to need a lot more of you. Uh, No, uh, spread the word. Um, We appreciate you guys for supporting us. Um, Yeah. Anything you'd like to say? Thank you
1: guys for listening. And uh, yeah, I truly feel like the victim of this is not the hedge fund. It is not... GameStop or even the New York Mets who may be bankrupted by this I think it's me for not getting to talk about my penny stock that I made six grand on yesterday the world has taken that the moment I waited for three years away it was going to be ENRT day the one stock that every stupid Brooklyn comic has 50,000 shares of and that the day I longed for was taken from me by people like you that's right. This
0: is like the day that Michael Jackson died. Who else died around that time? Farrah There you go. And I had a penny stock
1: that did that well, too. I, I, I had a one-glove resale business. I bought it on an OTC, and it really blew up that day.
0: <laughs> I'm the Michael Jackson of this store, except, uh, you know, none of the bad stuff. Uh, none of the bad stuff. All right, that's all the time we have for. Thank you. Goodbye.